Welcome back to John Guest Remembers, a CCJF podcast and miniseries of the Our Church, Our Stories podcast. This week, Pastor John Guest recounts his entry into seminary, which coincided with the number of major changes in his family life. I had an option as to which theological college I would go to. I wanted to go to one that was biblical um, and evangelical. We got a variety of uh, churchmanship within Episcopalianism or Anglicanism. Some of it is virtually Catholic in style with uh, chanting. We even had some churches that had Latin services. And when Rome got rid of Latin, they were as disappointed as many Roman Catholics were that there was no more Latin. But they would do the chants and then the ceremonial garb, cassocks and albs and bishops with mitres and, you know, very ornate and uh, incense and the ringing of bells, as you're just saying, the communion service. That's one that's very high church. And then you had middle church liberal, which would have been like more like the liberals of today. Uh, very critical of scripture. And then you had the more foundational, closer to what in America you would call fundamentalist, Uh, not culturally fundamentalist, but biblically fundamental. In fact, the word comes from the fundamentals, um, five, I think, five or six fundamentals that came out of Princeton uh, Theological College here, seminary, uh, by as they called them in those days, fundamentalists, but that wasn't culturally. The, the, once it, the cultural is no smoking, no dancing, no drinking, no gambling, no movies, etc. Very conservative culturally. That's, that's not been a big part of England. But taking the Bible seriously as the foundational document so that you've got... Uh, Within the 39 articles, which are the theological statement of the Church of England, uh, Article 6 is on the sufficiency of Scripture. And then there was a collect, a prayer from the second Sunday in Advent. Almighty God, who has caused all Holy Scripture to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest it, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life in our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's, uh, so that represented the article which had the Old Testament scriptures and the New Testament scriptures uh, listed. And when you uh, were ordained, you had to sign a document, and it's still the same today in the Episcopal Church, that you believed them to be the Word of God. And that outside those scriptures, nothing was to be believed or held to as necessary for salvation. And so those were big scriptures for us. And then there's one on justification by faith. Again, that was one of the fundamentals through faith alone. So, uh, you know, you've got scripture, uh, faith, and uh, the atoning work of Christ, substitutionary atonement. That's all spelled out in the Articles of Faith. 
and we at Christ Church have t- adopted those 39 articles because of our Anglican heritage as our f- theological foundation. So I went to a college that held to that. And that was, in those days, it was called Clifton Theological College in Bristol, England. That's the one I chose to go to. So I chose Clifton, Bristol, and was uh, three years of theology, and the Diocese of Chelmsford paid for all that education. And I worked in my vacations in order to earn money for the extras, whether it was my the books I needed to buy or just to live, you know, some living expenses. But uh, all four years of education were residential, so that was all taken care of. Uh, across those years, those were turbulent years in my family, interestingly. I mean, I've, it's hard for me to remember it all at this stage because there are questions in my own mind still about the timing of certain things. But during those years, my mother divorced my stepfather. They separated. My mother sold up the home in London which we had been buying. We had moved up incrementally with uh, were able to buy a home in London, which would never be possible today, but uh, was possible then. And she moved to Australia uh, with two of my brothers. No, my brother and a sister had been born during those years as well. When I was 21, 2021, my mother had another child But those were very turbulent, difficult years as a family. My mother was not at my ordination from seminary, theological college. She wasn't at my ordination. She was in Australia. I did have an uncle and an aunt who came to my ordination. I have a number of very good photographs taken by a friend and uh, his wife who came to my ordination. And some other friends came to it. Because that's a big deal, becoming the Reverend John Guest. I was ordained in Bristol Cathedral, which goes back to Norman times. The buildings there, very ancient. Uh, There was a point at which Bristol was virtually the capital of England. It's a big port city. And uh, Clifton, where the college was, was one of the wealthiest suburbs of Bristol. So that uh, the college was in a Jacobean home, very handsome basic building, the base building, and then they had newer buildings added onto it to make up the college dwelling and so on. Uh, So I was, those were all tremendous privileges to go to residential colleges and get that kind of education. I counted it a real privilege. I had very famous theologians who were my teachers in those schools. Alec Mateer, and I've got books of his in my library here. Uh, J.I. Packer, who's world famous, very, very famous. Uh, he was a professor at one of the colleges that made up our education. 